Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune into this explosive episode discussing foreign soldiers and sleeper cells on United States soil. On tonight's episode, I have a couple of really good friends of mine, Gunny, uh, my former militia captain, and another uh, militia friend of mine, uh, Tin Man, and also a friend of mine reporting from New York. So we'll start off, if you don't mind, first. I, I tell you, I've the more that we get into this, the more I'm convinced that this is a, 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 you know, a war of God and the devil. I really do believe that. So, without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start uh, and have my friend Tin Man come in and do a, a prayer, and that's just how we're going to roll on the show. So, if you don't like it, later. All right, Tin Man, you're on. Hey, hello everybody. Uh, I'd like to start off with a uh, word of prayer. Uh, because it, it's not blessed by God or by God, and it's by men, and uh, you know, God's in control. Let's start off in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, bless bless everybody that's listening. Father, forgive us of our unbelief and and our sin, Father, because this is a demonic world. We are told to. Uh, it's not against we, – we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the powers that be. And, Father, the powers that be are the angels that were left behind, that, that were in, in enslaved here or, or in jail here. Father, we know that you are still on your throne, that you are the creator of everything, and you are on your you, – you love us. You have plans to prosper every, each and every one of us. Father, your name is the only name. That uh, we can call upon for salvation And that, that name is Jesus Christ So Father uh, With that being said Thank you uh, We praise you, you're the only one worthy of praise And, and worship and, and you're the only name Through salvation that, that, we, that man Can attain uh, everlasting life So with that being said uh, uh, Amen 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 Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much, Tim. You know, so on this episode, for letting me be involved in this. You're welcome. Okay, so I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put you guys on on uh, mute for one second while we go talk about this first segment, and then I'll be bringing y'all in. Okay. 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 Uh, so uh, I put the wrong person on hold. Actually. Okay. There you go. Okay. So Gunny, what I wanted to talk to you about tonight is you. Okay. Well, to start the segment off uh, to everyone listening, I've been saying for a long time that under Obama, America was for sale. Okay, it was for sale, but I don't think a lot of people really understand the breadth of this. We were for sale. He sold America, all right? Now, the people that they, he sold, the countries that he sold America to, they want their property, okay? So how do you invade and take over a country with as many armed people? Yes, we have. All right. First of all, they made it really difficult to get ammo and everything else, okay? They've really just been horrible. They made it difficult for us to come together. You know all the restrictions they put on us. And to be honest with you, uh, there's still weather warfare that I do believe in. But 
what they've been doing is, and I tried to explain this, is they sold the port of the the China that sold China the port of Long Beach. They sold it to them. They owned it. They ran it. Obama sold it to them, but they've had it since Clinton. They've had it 20-something years, okay, where they've been bringing these giant container ships. I don't think people understand this enormity of this, okay? This is a place where you can bring in submarines. It's a deep water port, and this is – we have been invaded, okay? And they have been bringing in – smuggling in over our border for years and years and years, and reports and other ways. All these different sleeper cells all over America. I'm not paranoid. I'm not insane. I've been saying this is what's going on, and this is what's going on. Now, Gunny, without any further ado, tell me what intel you have. Okay, well, uh, first of all, we know uh, we know definitely just uh, reports that have come in from uh, the Border Patrol and stuff like that, that we've had people from Mideast. Coming in here from uh, China, from just about every, any country you can uh, imagine. Now, uh, I served in South America with uh, an individual that I call a brother. Uh, he was Guatemalan uh, Special Forces, and uh, we worked together all over South and Central America uh, on some stuff. And... Uh, he called me about, I don't know, maybe six weeks, two months ago, and he was like, Gunny, he goes, we have Venezuelan regular army all over the Houston area. These guys have come across the border with these immigrants and stuff like that. They are here. They are trained military, uh, and uh, they're just sitting there waiting on a green light. Okay, uh, China has moved in, became big friends with Venezuela. Uh, of course, uh, y'all remember that uh, right after the uh, socialist, communist, whatever term you uh, choose to uh, use, took over Venezuela, Venezuela was one of the richest, if not the richest country uh, in that region of the world. Uh, in 10 years, the socialist slash communists took it to where a wheelbarrow full of their money won't buy a loaf of bread, okay? Now, I've been saying for years, if you ever were going to attack the U.S., uh, you wouldn't be able to do it, uh, landing craft, that kind of stuff, east, west, coast, the Gulf Coast, anything like that. It will come across the southern border, <clears throat> okay? Uh, now, uh, we know uh, without a doubt that uh, the cartels have their hands well into the pockets of some of our uh, uh, politicians. Uh, as you were saying earlier, you're 100% correct on. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton was really the nucleus of when this stuff really went into high gear, okay? First thing he did, and I think he's the only president that has ever done that, was he came in and I think he fired every federal judge. And he replaced them all. Well, not all of them. There was some spots left open, but he replaced the majority of them with uh, left-leaning socialist agenda, elitist, New World Order types. Uh, Then we move on to what you were talking about, Obama. 
And uh, Obama put up the for sale sign on everything. All right. This was a 16-year plan to end the United States of America. Okay. Obama was the first eight years, and Hillary was supposed to step in and be the final eight years that brought us down. Well, a little monkey wrench got thrown into that called President Trump. Uh, now, President Trump, uh, I respect the man. I think uh, I think he did a fine job. Uh, I don't understand some of these people that have turned against him so vehemently because he supports the vaccination. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's called freedom. Uh, uh, you make the choices that you think are best for you. You support what you think is best. Uh, but... Uh, that has no bearing on the job that he did as president. I think he did an excellent job for us. And he was securing our southern border, which really drove him crazy. Uh, uh, so we know, undoubtedly, uh, this guy here, when he tells me something, uh, I take it to the bank. Cause it's, it's here. It's on the ground. We know we've got sleeper cells in the Mideast countries. Uh, Biden and Middle East just armed ISIS to the teeth. Uh, if you don't think they're coming across the southern border, uh, there's definitely a flaw in your way of thinking. And uh, you add that to the fact that, and for the life of me, I can't find this. Uh, I don't know if it was scrubbed uh, anything, but uh, it was research done by NASA for the U.S. government and some of these elitist groups. And it's specific, and this is done in 2001 now, uh, saying that uh, uh, the American people, uh, the middle class, uh, uh, which consists of everybody, but, you know, it's probably predominantly white and uh, uh, Christian, uh, had become too greedy, wanted too much of the pie, uh, uh, were too set. Uh, in their ways of thinking as far as believing in God, the Constitution, all that, and they needed to be replaced. Well, okay, so you have this influx coming. Ladies and gentlemen, these people coming here are not seeking uh, political asylum or anything like that. These people are invaders. The gate has been wide open for them. They are your replacement. My replacement, uh, Hurricane's replacement, uh, the fine people we have here on the show this evening uh, with their replacements. Uh, and if you think I'm kidding, I'm going to ask you to make one observation uh, next time you go riding down the highway, you're going to the store, you're going to visit grandma, uh, wherever you may be going, take a look at the road construction sites. All right, they have completely taken over that uh, industry. Uh, subdivisions being built. Uh, I, in the line of work I do as a civilian, I'm in a, around a lot of those places. All the construction going on down there uh, is Latino. Most of them illegal aliens. Uh, nobody there can speak a word of English, okay? That's too industries that have been taken over and I promise you, drive through there you don't have to stop talking to anybody if you don't want just drive through there and look and tell me how many white men or black men you see on that job 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I want to say something too. I, I want to say something too about that. What was happening is here. I, we're in Texas. Uh, Gunny and I are both here in Texas, and uh, so is Tim Man. And so, um, what was happening was during Obama, they were bringing in just truckloads and truckloads, white white buses with the dark windows from the border, nonstop, all night long. These buses ran non-freaking-stop, okay? And I saw them because my husband actually worked uh, in Waco, and so we had to drive on I-35. And sometimes I would want to go take the FJ, so we had a big cruiser, and the, or something. But maybe my car was in the shop or something, and I'd go with them for some reason. And I would see them, and I knew exactly what they were. A friend of mine out of uh, – I believe she was in Tennessee at the time, but she may have been in Kentucky. I'm not sure. She worked at a factory where they made, started, picked up a contract. They did the buses, but they got a contract for these white buses, and they started doing them. And, I mean, it was just a massive amount of them. I mean, like she said, that it was just, just parking lots and parking lots and parking lots filled with these things. And she said they got real strict. All of a sudden, they had to do like a non-disclosure, so she couldn't really go public with it. And when they would come in, they had to leave all their stuff and their cell phone and everything else before they went into the factory when they started building these things. So they're really secretive about everything, and they're really – they were placing so many people here like people didn't know. But now, from the minute – people think this started recently. It didn't start recently. It started from the minute Biden got president, and they started flying in these immigrants. They had the – yeah, they did have the people coming in for, on the southern border, but a lot of those caravans were really just distractions. What they were really doing was they were our military was actually picking up uh, these migrants from Panama and Honduras and Nicaragua and all these Central American places and South American places and flying them in to our different military bases, and they've been bringing them in and then redistributing them out throughout our country. And on what, a lot of the pictures that we have too, they are uh, you know fighting age men and they're processing them like military. So they. They've been doing, they did this for years. These people were already here. Okay, now they've been doing it under Biden, where they're bringing them even more. Now they're also bringing in the, you know, Jamaicans and the hunt and the Afghanistan's and other ISIS people. These people are everywhere. Now we already know that Minnesota is completely packed with all the Somalians. We've got Michigan has all the Muslims, and China has, as far as I'm concerned, the whole West Coast. Which I've been saying that since 2012. And in Texas, now we have the Venezuelans, we have Central America, we have Afghanistan. They're flying in Afghanistan like crazy to these uh, federal facilities. Now, they have these giant tent cities built up in these facilities also, in these military facilities, that they use to study a law to bypass the state law. And I've been following this. If you follow Monkey Works, W-E-R-X-U-S, on YouTube, follow him. Go to his Patreon, become a member of Monkey Works, W-E-R-X-U-S. Follow him. Uh, watch these military flights explain everything that's going on. You can watch it a lot of time. We've got the Florida all stacked up. Now we've got the MS-13 all over New York. This is getting crazy. We also have China stacked up all over uh, Canada. We are completely surrounded, and they're infiltrated us, and everyone that says this could never happen in America, we have too many guns, this is never going to happen. It is happening, and when they hit us, you have no idea how many of these people are here. So the next one that I'm going to go in with is uh, my friend Patty from New York, and uh, I don't have to put her on hold because she's actually on my call. We we, we were visiting before the show. And, uh, are you there, Patty? I'm here. So we were talking earlier about uh, these MS-13, so tell me what's going on with that. Well, from what we've heard, um, we have people coming across the southern border, 
and they're being flown at night into New York. Um, it makes you wonder why, because most of these people coming across the southern border are coming from climates that are fairly warm. So if they're choosing where to go, I would think New York would be the last place they'd want to go in the dead of winter. Um, however, here they come. Why? Um, well, we have to wonder, because now it's been you know, put into effect that non-citizens are able to vote in New York State elections. So it kind of makes sense why they would send them to New York. Um, it could definitely change uh, the way, you know, our, our votes turn out in November. Um, and then we also um, have found out that the FBI is looking for 14 different MS-13 gang members that are somewhere in New York State. Well, the question is, how did they get here? Did they come across the southern border? I can't think of any other way they would come in. And if the FBI is aware that these 14 are MS-13 gang members, um, why were they not stopped at the border? Why is Border Patrol, Immigration, FBI not there to vet who's coming across and apprehend them before they get into our country? How did they make it from the southern border into New York to begin with? So there's a lot of concern for us in New York. Um, as to what's really going on, and uh, well, just <laughs> not good, right. and no no attention uh, being given to it. They're, yeah, they're, they seem to be more concerned yeah. with what's going on at the U.S. Canadian border with the truckers than they are with who's coming into our country and what their purpose well, is for being here. Okay. Well, uh, I think what most people misunderstand. Uh, don't understand about our southern border is that uh, they're not, these people aren't coming across the bridges and ports of entry and that sort of thing. These people are being brought in tails uh, through their coyote system, their smuggling system. They're crossing on ranches uh, that butt up to there. And there's some huge ranches out there. Uh, one of them that uh, I've actually been on, uh, the the Galvan and the Apache ranches out there. They butt up right to the border, and you see groups of people coming through there all the time. Uh, and uh, there's not enough agents to do it, especially since there is a uh, 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 since they're pulling all these people back to pr- try to process and see. They actually have no idea. Cause your uh, MS-13 members, they came across. Uh, uh, via uh, the cartels they brought here to the country they're probably picked up at the border and uh, that's one factor that people don't uh, uh, factor in I should say uh, into the situation down there on the border uh, there have been literal, literal firefights between police and uh, cartels uh, down there in Texas towns uh, the cartels about two years ago, three years ago, uh, started up armoring uh, all their vehicles and stuff. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, they're not just using uh, uh, local, you know, you get this picture of gangs you see in the movies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, some of these cartels have a bigger uh yearly gross than most countries do, okay? They're bringing in very highly trained mercenaries uh, to help with this stuff. And I'm telling you... uh, 
They yeah, are. And I was are being brought in. Go ahead. And the articles pulled up about that where it's like heavily armed Mexican cartel taunting U.S. soldiers at border, Texas authorities say. And here's another one. That was from October 2021. Here's another one. Let's see. Uh, hundreds of migrants in Mexico converged on the gate at the border in Del Rio, Texas, Monday morning, tried to force their way into the United States border patrol. But that's really just always a distraction. Male military-aged Middle Easterns exploiting border weaknesses. And this just goes on and on. Illegal migrants using military tactics to invade the U.S. southern border in Arizona. So, I mean, this is just goes on and on and on. But this is uh, right at the line of Tin Man, so let me also bring Tin Man in at this time. Hang on one second. Hey, Tin Man. Hey, so I know you might want to uh, listen to him on this and maybe pitch, uh, chime in someone else's conversation. So, now go ahead. Well, thank you, and you have a lot of good points there. I've I've done a border border op uh, in Arizona, and man, the first thing that comes to my mind is remember when El Chapo was on trial, and it was open doors until he started naming names from the politicians that he had bought off or or contributed to their their they were all Democrats. Uh, Pelosi, Beto, Beto was one of them. Yeah, Beto was one. Nancy Pelosi and I don't mean one. to interrupt, but I just remembered I was supposed to go on that op with you, and I had to cancel for some reason. But I was actually – that was the one I was going on with you. So, okay, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, it was, it was El Chapo and Pelosi and Beto for sure, right? Yeah, Beto right. and, and uh, Francis was, is his real name. I don't know why he picks a, a Spanish name or whatever, but – it, it's it's all smoke and mirrors. The, the, we have the best government money can buy, but it just ain't our money anymore. You know, a uh, damn shame. You know, and, until Americans stand together and, and lock arms and say enough's enough, we're we're gonna deal with this sad truth. Well, well uh, I I agree with you there, Steph, uh, and. Uh, and the hardest thing to try to make people understand, and I've been doing this for years, and uh, uh, Anne's been doing it for years. As a matter of fact, uh, Anne's the one who brought me uh, into radio probably, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. It's been a while. <laughs> and, uh, what, and what people don't understand is these elections, well, I mean, Last election, uh, we found out exactly how corrupted everything was, okay? But you see, what you can't make people understand, or what they refuse to understand, is that it's going to take uh, a show of force, and I'm not talking about violence, I'm talking about several million Americans uh, showing up in D.C., standing their ground, demanding that these people step down. And uh, you can't just say it's the uh, politicians. It is what is called the deep state. These are entrenched bureaucrats that have been there for decades with an agenda. And you can go vote every day, uh, twice on Sunday, and uh, you're not going to change anything in D.C. because it's these deep state bureaucrats that are running the country. Uh, Republican and Democrat Party both sold the American people out decades ago. Uh, 
Okay, uh, we haven't been a free country. Uh, we're a uh, corporate-run. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what the correct word is to use on that. Uh, a corporate-run republic, maybe. Uh, and the choices you're given to vote at are nil and void. Uh, they want us replaced, uh, and that's like you know. I don't really want to hit on this COVID thing too much because uh, I think it's wore out as far as everybody knows. Thank God people are finally waking up. But what on God's green earth would anyone trust a man who for 30 years has been an advocate of depopulating the planet, uh, a guy with Fauci who we know uh, married to the lady who runs the NIH, who Actually, he's the one who tells the FDA what they can approve and, you know, not approve and stuff. Uh, we're just in a real fiction, America, and people really don't want to see it because when you look at it, I it's, mean, uh, it's, it's, it's even, even kind worse, of scary though, Penny. It, it's even worse than what people realize, though, and, and I hated to – this is a touchy subject because – uh, because of Tin Man had actually as a child in the military. However, I'm going to go ahead and disclose this because I know once we start talking about it, he's going to say it anyway. But, uh, you know, I got a message too from another militia today, the one, uh, one of them that I'm actually uh, uh, working with right now. And uh, uh, they had some intel too about uh, the military just is getting really, really sick and dropping light flies, okay? So these vaxes are making our military really sick and they're dropping, you know. So something's going on with our military too. I think that they're not disclosing with us. And I'd really like to get some real numbers on that, you know, because, you know, that's not something I just want to hear rumors about. I want to know if it's true or not. But I mean, if any callers know anything about this, let us know. But I've always said, why would they force these on our military unless they were planning on, you know, there's planning an invasion. Don't y'all think so? Don't y'all see it? That's <laughs> obvious, right? Well, I mean, and you see the, I mean, the sticky situation that that they they want to. They want us to submit to slavitude. All these people are coming across the border. You know, a, a good half of America, if not more, have not taken the vaccine because they saw right through the the facade of hurry, 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 and take it. Even, I mean, you trust your government. It, it, it's not going to hurt you type bullshit. And, you know, they they've tried to Im- implement this via company-wide, and, and the companies were literally folding or, or fixing to fold the doors if they didn't change anything. So they stopped. Uh, look at Southwest Airlines. Look at uh, uh, all these uh, companies that have tried to implement this uh, mandate, vaccine mandate thing and, and reversed it because they didn't have the numbers. Well, I'm a firm believer that all these people coming across the border – are replacement workers. They're they're the workforce that's going to take over when we're rounded up, basically. Well, yes, uh, uh, that's, you're right. That's what I've no, been thinking no. too. That's what we're our replacement. And, and you've got to understand. And this is what most Americans uh, don't see or don't want to see. See, this stuff didn't start. Uh, uh, with Biden, it didn't start with the. Uh, COVID, this plan has been in place for decades. They started building these FEMA camps in the 80s, okay? Uh, 
these FEMA camps aren't for illegal aliens. Uh, they're for those of us uh, who will stand up and refuse to comply. So you see, you got to understand, uh, China. Uh, well, let's 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 take it a little bit step backwards in that agenda twenty one. All right. That was supposed to have been completed in 2021, okay? Uh, President Trump came in and blew their stuff up, okay? Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, couldn't win an election. We're running for dog catcher right now. Uh, uh, Obama, people think Obama's pulling the strings. He's not doing anything. Uh, he was a Manchurian president, though, or candidate. Uh, and these FEMA camps are for you and I. And what do they do it? And I do believe they're going to have to do something more aggressive now because they have completely lost the narrative on their uh, PSYOP called COVID-19. Right, and all these positive tests and stuff like that, I've seen from three very, very reliable sources now, seen the research, read the papers and stuff. And when they made this, uh, was it CPR, CRP test or whatever for the uh, COVID, that was not done with any COVID sample. They used stock generic uh, samples and stuff like that. And all these people for the last two years, that tested positive for COVID may have just had a friggin' common cold because that test can't differentiate between the common cold, uh, the flu, or COVID, okay? Uh, it wasn't built that way. Uh, and we know that Fauci funneled the money to the Wuhan uh, lab uh, to complete uh, building this bioweapon, uh, that has come out. Uh, uh, we know that Pfizer, one of the big things, well, the pharmaceutical companies, they're not getting rich. All these shots are free. Everybody's getting vaccinated for free, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is nothing free that comes from the government. You, me, your brother, your sister, and as far as we are in debt already, probably your children and their children's children will be paying Pfizer for these shots, okay? So there's nothing free about this. This was never anything for the good of America. And you know what? Their operation was pretty successful. They probably ran a third of the small businesses uh, uh, out of business, uh, which just left more room for the uh uh, uh, big corporations to gobble up, and uh, uh, Kate, maybe we want to talk about the uh, supply chain. Uh, Hurricane has done a wonderful job of covering that in several, several different ways for Monday. Uh, but here's a question that I ought to have everybody done How does a man who advocates for depopulation of the planet? is neck deep in this COVID psyop, uh, own more hey, farmland. Hey, hang on a second. Stuff. Russell, Russell, listen. Y'all cover yeah. for me right now. There's a cat screaming. I'm out of my sheets and there's a cat screaming. Something's going on. Like, I don't know if a coyote got it or whatever. Y'all cover for me. I'm going to be yep. on hold, okay? Yeah. 
Yep. Okay. So, you know, and, and now Bill Gates owns more farmland in America than uh, uh, any other person around and stuff. So, uh, you know, the supply chain thing, it's manufactured. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, this, there's just so many things it. going on in this country at once that it, it's hard to separate them all. But if you look at each thing, none of it is benefiting the American people. And fine, mm-hmm. if they if they want to come up with a vaccine and they want to offer it to people, that's one thing. But forcing people, threatening with the, them with their jobs, that's a whole different ballgame. And that's that's unacceptable. No one should be forced against their will to do anything. As far as our country being invaded, um, you know, the bureaucrats will say, oh, well, it's not being invaded. Well, it is when people are being led across the border um, without citizenship, without being vetted. And, and, you know, we can talk about all the other politicians and all the other presidents till we're blue in the face, but the one that opened the door was Biden. It, it's, it's basically it's an open border, and we have all right. kinds of people coming across. What their reason for coming yeah. here is is anybody's guess. Right. So right. yeah, we're in a bad place in this country. Right. Well, we, and, uh, we had the best virus that that we could pay for via the American people through Wuhan, through gain of function via Fossey. It's on record that he lied to Congress. Why is he not in jail now for lying to Congress? I mean, what what is the holdup there? Are, are they afraid to do their job? If if they're afraid to do their job, and it's up to the American people to uphold the Constitution, because basically that's that's what it boils down to. It, it's all well, about the money. Who's making it? Who's making it? it we have the best right. virus money can buy. We have the best vaccine that money can buy. We had the best military that money could buy and we left it in afghanistan 85 billion dollars worth of hardware just hardware not intelligence or any of that stuff we we left it excuse me our military left it there when they turned hell and ran right Uh, right and we can't we can't blame Uh, our military we can't blame our border patrol you know, we we can't blame immigration. It, it's it's the guy that's running Wait the show. Did our not did our they, military they not the take that same chief, oath? Right? Did our military not take that same oath to uphold the Constitution uh, against foreign and domestic threats? They did, but there's also that's under right. the orders of the commander in chief, just like our police are under the orders of the mayor. Okay, but they didn't. This is they the didn't swear an oath. To the commander in chief, they swore an oath to the Constitution, right? Correct. You're Isn't right. That that You're absolutely right. You're absolutely so why, right. Okay. Why is this happening? Uh, let me let, allow me to interject something here. You're you are correct, 100 percent correct. But on the other side of that, people, you got to remember something now. Uh, and y'all and everybody, I mean, even discuss it. Oh, it, didn't, it started with Biden. No, this did not start with Biden. Okay. Uh, no, it didn't. When I was, didn't. When I was a young Marine, and I started serving in boot camp, we were taught what an illegal order was and how to handle it and not to follow it. Uh, I talked to some younger veterans that came out, and uh, they're like. That's not even taught anymore, okay? 
you have Hack, uh, who's been in Millie, uh, you know, and you are 90, 80, 90% of our boys and girls that are serving were just following the orders they were given, okay? The blame for that right. falls on uh, Department of Defense, uh, Chair, uh, and that's what, and of course, the powers that be. But, you know, you've got to take into consideration that uh, this has been a long time coming and happening. This isn't something that happened the last year, not something that happened the last five years. This has been going on for a while. Yeah, we watched the Civil it happen. War, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, they're, they're setting the American people up. Basically, all any of us are right now, as far as government is concerned, is we are collateral against the national debt. That's all we are. Absolutely. Just yeah. Uh, collateral against the national debt. People, uh, we own trillions of dollars to you and that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, there is, well, you think about it, they came out with that, 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 that. There is not a reason in the world for the economy to be doing anything right now. Uh, and uh, they, they're pumping money into it, uh, and uh, there's there seems to be a collapse like we've never seen before. I honestly believe that with all my heart. Uh, uh, and, you know, they're... They're, they're translating for you and I and people like us, man. And they're going to do everything they can to put us there. And the sad part about it is, uh, as a nation, or, uh, I don't know, we've been trying to organize, get some kind of loose organization nationwide for the patriot movement, uh, militia movement, but uh, no one wants to work with anybody else. No one trusts. Well, there's there's a reason for that, and I can tell you that reason. It, it, every organization that I've ever been involved with has been heavily uh, uh, compromised by federal agents. Yes, I know of two different. Uh, and and they're sure working. They're working against us. Yeah. Our government does yeah. not want us to save us. Does does that make sense? Because yeah. I tell you what, if our government worked for us, they would be screaming from the rooftops what's going on. They don't work for us. They could care less about us. It's about lining their own fucking pockets. Excuse my language. Uh, uh, I'm a construction uh, worker, and I've made more money last year in this COVID pandemic than I ever have my entire life as a construction worker. I'm not going to tell you what I do. I'm not going to tell you how I do it, but I made over 85K. And I tell you what, if I don't go to work, they're going to have some idiot take my place, whether he's licensed, uh, whatever. That's, That's all these people coming across the border. They need somebody to do their stuff, do their bidding, to build stuff. I mean, I, I work in Austin, and Austin is the number one place to to start up a business or to uh, manufacture anything in the United States. 
that's a fact. Look it up. And I te- I, I'm telling you, they've they've got a game plan to get rid of us. Skilled oh, yeah. labor. Yeah. I can agree. And, with you. and uh, they're, Georgia they're not, you know. Yeah, they're they're yeah, not. If, if I won't build for them, I I will bleed for them. That's that's their that's their mentality. Uh, I've got news for them. <laughs> I bleed for me. So. But like, because we have a blackout with our media, we're not, you know, really privy to what's really happening. And so, uh, my Patty was telling me about some stuff in New York, and it's just crazy what the lawlessness, the criminals coming out in the streets. Uh, them not even be able to get a Uber or a taxi or anything, a tow truck or anything at night, uh, maybe not even ambulances or police or anything uh, at night because the criminals. It's, it's the way I kind of saw it was like uh, you got daytimers and nighttimers, you know. So the daytime, you got this daytime world that's going on, but the minute the sunset, it's just this whole different world, you know. Yeah. This criminal yeah. element. And, but are you still on, Patty? You want to? I am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I am. It's um. I mean. You know, it, it's it's never been really safe in New York, but it's worse than it ever was before. And what you have is what they call bail reform. Um, and you have repeat offenders that are constantly just being let loose. Um, one example was a 14-year-old that shot a young cop in the back of his head. And yet he, he, was, he was put away like in a detention center. And every time they let this kid out, uh, he just keep, kept continuing to repeat violent crimes, um, drug offenses, you name it. And and now he's just been sent back to prison again, and that I think he shot uh, the officer in 2009. So it it just keeps repeating itself. There There's no rehabilitation. There, there's no, um, you know, what's to stop a criminal if he's only going to get a slap on the wrist or an appearance ticket and then go back out and just keep repeating what he's doing? We have, on an, literally, on an everyday basis, at least in upstate New York, um, we have where they're carjacking people. And it's 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, all the time. And they're, they're, they're doing this at gunpoint. Uh, we had an elderly man, I believe he was 71 years old. They carjacked him. I think they were 13 and 14. And they executed him. I, I don't know if maybe he didn't want to get out of his car, but they executed him and killed him. And and then you had an, another incident where they had carjacked a car and the police were chasing them. And they were trying to run from the police, and they hit a woman head on, a mother of five, and she was killed. It, it's like, you know, so you're afraid to go anywhere. I, I don't feel comfortable going to visit my parents' grave because I have to go through the city to get there. And I don't know if I might be carjacked and, and be held at gunpoint or, or shot in the crossfire because, you know, people are shooting at each other. It, it, it's just, it's ridiculous, and it's not the way we should live. And no, that, nobody's and being put in place to do anything about it. That's a damn shame. Yeah, it's all, Texas, you know. We, we have a saying that an armed society is a polite society. You know, everybody carrying a gun you're less likely to try to steal somebody's shit. Exactly. You might get your head blown off doing, you know, doing bad. And then, exactly. you know, then the family's going to cry because, 
well, he just wanted to steal your car. I'm like, well, you know, in Texas, stealing a horse is a hanging offense on the books. Well, here they they deny that bail reform has anything to do with it. Um, They blame it on COVID. All the violence is due to COVID. Please, there was all this violence before COVID was ever even heard of. Use common sense. Use the brain. It is not from COVID. This is their excuse to defund the police. The the Black Lives Matter uh, fiasco was all to brown shirt the political left. Uh, Hitler did it. Right. But, I mean, until I mean, people start looking in the history books and reading them, we're doomed to repeat the same thing. Well, Biden just came to New York to discuss the, the, the gun violence. And, of course, his first thought is, oh, you know, let, let's have a, a ban on guns. Well, taking guns away from legal gun owners isn't going to stop the crime because it's people with illegal guns. That are killing people. Exactly. Exactly. You, you because can't criminals get them out of the hands criminals of criminals for a reason. They're not gonna. They're not gonna relinquish their guns. When they make no. laws to do that, they know exactly what they're doing. They're taking guns out of legal hands and defunding the police on top of that, so the criminals can run exactly. them up. And they exactly. know what they're doing. Yeah, I got to say something, Okay, so think about this, though. It's so much of a bigger picture because the Black Lives Matter and all this crap is just a bunch of pieces to the puzzle. But if you think about the video that I put out, uh, all, all of them accumulated, especially these last ones exposing the California politicians in China, uh, what they're doing is everything that they've done from the rent to the letting the criminals out to shit on the street to sur- syringes, every taxes, it's the more crazy the because they won't want people out of there. They want them out of there. They're running them out. And to me, so there's a bigger picture. So to me, they're doing everything they can in New York to get every single person out of there. And what, what are they getting? They escape from New York. People flooding, flooding from California. They're finally leaving. But all this has been all just pieces of the puzzles they've been using to just drive everybody out so that whenever they do invade, because that's a huge population in New York, okay? It's a huge population in California. So an invading force coming in, you're talking about meeting so much more density per capita, you know, on these on these states, right? So you come in and thin it out. They're thinning it out. So when they come in and do the invasion, it's going to be so much easier. Does it? Does, you see what I'm saying? So all those little components, Black Lives Matter, letting out the, the criminals, the fighting, the COVID, uh, the un, unreal you know, violence going on, every, everything that's going on while they're bringing in people to places, obviously, you know. But can you see where that's uh, – how that's just part of the – pieces of the bigger picture so let me throw another wrench in there so the the recent governor to new york made it legal to house covid people in nursing homes made it uh illegal for them to turn away a patient with covid so who is the most susceptible to covid period the elderly right why would he do that knowing that they didn't have a legit treatment like ivermectin or hydrochloroquine or any of that stuff prior to to making that law. Well, he wanted to kill as many people as elderly as he possibly could because the elderly remember history. They remember World War II. They remember uh, Hitler and his propagandist. Uh, it it's freaking sad that that he got away with it. 
and he he probably will get away with it as well as Hillary and all these other corrupt politicians because not one of them has been thrown in jail for crimes against humanity or or crimes against the con- constitution until no, nothing people, was done to him and, until we the people well, stand up and demand that there's accountability then we are ruled not governed well, the thing, uh, <laughs> and I probably got FBI on my house right now. <laughs> if, if, if you're waiting on the corrupt, if you're waiting on the corrupt to indict the corrupt, you're going to be waiting a long, long time. That's well, why I've, I've always said, and, hey, and let me dig my hey, hole a little my deeper. Thumb. I've always said, let's throw them all out of office and we the people take over. So well, okay. there's that. Hey, I finished now. Yes, sir. I appreciate. It. Okay. Uh, the corrupt are never going to indict the corrupt. Uh, for y'all that still think there's a two-party system in this country, you couldn't be more sadly wrong about anything in your life. Uh, what has the Republican Party done? Uh, they did. They're doing the same thing they did under Obama. Absolutely nothing. They're allowing all this to happen. And one of the most uh, uh, eye-opening moments I had in life, uh, an epiphany, uh, if you'd like, uh, was I had a mentor. He was a uh, he was a Korean War veteran, uh, sitting there. I used to talk to him a lot. He helped me a whole lot uh, uh, get my feet back on the ground. And uh, we're sitting there talking, and he looked at me, and he said, you missed the whole picture. The left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird, okay? There is not a two-party system. There is nobody in Washington, D.C., that is fighting for you. Nobody. Now, they beat their chest, they thump their chest, and yada, yada, this and that, but nobody's been indicted. Nobody's gone to jail. Nobody's investigating any of the stuff that has gone on because they're all in it together. All right? China owned. And that's what we're looking at now. And they're... Uh, their COVID uh, narrative is absolutely falling apart around him because some of the great work uh, people like Hurricane has done on uh, <clears throat> this stuff, research on China. Their narrative is crumbling. Okay? Uh, they're losing control of it. Uh, 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 people are turning off the propaganda uh and starting tracks on some uh, real news, and most of that you're going to find coming from other countries. You just kind of got to pick and choose uh, uh, there, you know, who's reputable or who's not. It takes a lot. Uh, Hurricane can tell you that, right? I, the, the research you put into that China thing must have been tremendous. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's been it over three months. years nonstop. Yeah. Uh, I worked on media uh, three years. It's crazy. Right. And uh, unless there's a complete reset, you're not going to change any of this with an election. Uh, and you know what? Uh, 
and please don't misinterpret what I'm saying now. I'm going to step out there, uh, and I'm going to step on some toes and probably hurt some feelings. Uh, nothing personal. It's just uh, the real world according to Gunny, all right? Uh, I'm proud of those truckers up there in Canada for what they've done, uh, but uh, they really accomplished nothing. Uh, they got a promise from corrupt government that uh, 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 they'd play nice. Well, if you want to know what a government promise is worth, ask any American Indian. Uh, I'm sure they'll be happy to tell you that. Uh, yeah, but the people now, still need help. Man, they'll be like the Grinch. It's still Christmas, you know. It's like ah, you're like ah, I'm bag. I'm Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm not going to give you nothing, <laughs> little tiny Tim. Nothing, no hope, no nothing. <laughs> so, I know what I you're mean, saying, well, but you got to give people hope because they're losing their shit, okay? And at least they're, they're still in right. Ottawa right yeah. now, and, and they're going to D.C. And the thing is, when you've got truckers who deliver food, essentials, you name it, you've got farmers that are showing up with their tractors, you know, their backhoes, all kinds of, of people with machinery uh-huh. showing up that our country depends okay. on, if they hold out long enough, who's going to deliver the food? Who, who's okay, going to, well, you know? Okay. And, and Allow me to what ask are they you a question. Allow me to ask you a question. Yes, and uh, I agree with you 100% that that is an awesome show of unity, and uh, uh, I love seeing that stuff. Uh, it makes my heart beat. Yeah, so the let me ask actors are badass. Uh, are they are they going to finish the job? Are they going to shut DC down uh, until back up and get there and demand they step down? No. Uh, what's going to happen? They're going to wave their flags and toot their horns, and they're going to go down there, and there'll be speeches and stuff and yada yada. But you know what? Let me ask you something. What's that? Is the average American citizen? going to see happen during this time period when depending on what source you uh use you've got uh ninety to hundred and fifty thousand trucks uh going to join into this uh convoy. Uh what what uh 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 what 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 is a hundred Okay, let's go with a little number. Let's go with 90,000. Well, I, I just 90, want to ask one question. And I got one question. 90, trucks, what is 90,000 trucks not hauling food in an already uh, stressed uh, supply chain going to do? You know what? Americans ain't going to see heroes. They're going to see they're going to the store and they ain't shit on the shelf. <laughs> That's what they're going to see. Right. And, and that's so, what's going to happen. Another I mean, question I wanted to bring up was... Through. Go ahead. I'm Am sorry. I mute? Go Can ahead. you hear me? Oh, I was thinking I'm muting myself again. Uh, so, yeah, the question I had about this whole thing is I think it's awesome what they're doing. Uh, I love it when there's grassroots movement. That's like the that's the way America was founded, and that's the heartbeat of America. You know, having hope, it can move mountains. Okay, I do believe that. But in the long run... Don't you think that there should be a more effective manner in protesting this than taking the supplies away from the only people that are going to get hurt are the people that need the goods? 
Because the rich and the government and the elite, they got stockpiles of that shit. They got bunkers. They got everything. They're not going to suffer. It's only going to be the people that are going to suffer and going to have a backlash on the truckers and, and the industry. And they'll be like, oh, Doc Russell said the mean people. You know, I think they're either going to do a false flag, try to set some people up. I mean, man, we almost – me and Russell came one day away from being in jail with these people. We almost went. We were so close to going. You don't even know how close. I had people taking care of my kid. I mean, and my pets. It was real. It was happening. I had people send me money to help me on my trip, supporting me. <laughs> we were going. But then we seen it was a setup, you know. And I just hope these people, these brave, 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 heartbeat of America, are truckers. You know, I was married to a trucker, and my dad was a farmer. I love these people. It's the heartbeat of America. What they're doing is great. It's grassroots, okay? But I just hope it doesn't backlash because we're under communism, and communism doesn't allow that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it's not just Canada. It's not just the USA. Um, it's countries all over the world. Italy, the Ukraine, um, you name it. I, I could rattle off a whole list of countries that are actually participating in this, and they're doing the same exact thing. And, yes, it will be hard. Um, just to, to talk about Americans, it will be hard on us. Um, we're being told they're going to D.C. March 1st. So you have a matter of weeks to stock up, and I guess all we can do is hunker down, um, do the best we can, but it's all about solidarity. And I'll tell you, the only thing I can think of is where I live, I saw saw a lot of BLM um, protests. And as they marched down the street, um, they were yelling, um, whose streets are streets, who shuts, you know, SH, you know what, down, we shut it down. And I thought, you know what? Sometimes that's, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. And yes, maybe things will get shut down. Maybe people will have a hard time getting food or essentials. But what else are we supposed to do? We're, we're not as patriots of this country or any other country. We're not the type of people to use violence, to loot, to steal, to burn. And so we're trying to, I guess, you know, do the best we can in a peaceful and civil and legal manner. And hopefully, I would think, what what are they going to do? Let people starve? Eventually, they're going to have to bend to some extent. Okay, I I would hope. Yeah, let me uh, hear what you have to, to say back on what she said, and then I'll bring Tin Man in to... See what he has to say about this conversation. So, Danny, what do you, do you have anything to say back to what Patty said? Well, yes, I do. Uh, and you know, and I understand your passion, and I love it, and I uh, I think I wish 320 other million Americans had that same amount of passion that you have there. But you see, thank you. These people, these people do not play by the law, and and that's where so many of these attempts to fix things get messed up. Because people, well, you know, we're the law-abiding citizens. We don't do that. You know, uh, uh, we're Christians. Right. We don't do that. You know, and you know what? Sometimes, uh, and, and I hate to say this, but. Uh, uh, Mothers lied to us, all right? Sometimes violence is the answer. Sometimes violence is the only answer. What ended uh, Nazism? What brought Hitler down? Violence. Uh, 
which read uh, the slaves violence. Uh, you know, and it even says in our Constitution that we not only have a right, but we have a duty of Americans to remove a corrupt and tyrannical government. And uh, I think, and as much as I hate it, believe me, I've seen combat, I've seen the ugly, I've seen what civil wars do, and I wouldn't wish that on Satan himself. But right now, there is no other option. You're not going to fix this at the ballot, uh, the ballot box. Uh, you think they're going to care about how much you protest? It's not until the people rise up. And don't misunderstand what I'm saying. This can be done peacefully. But I don't think the American people as a whole can pull it off because uh, the years is, uh Division uh, that's been thrown at us and that kind of stuff. But my favorite example, and Hurricane's heard me use before, is Iceland. Uh, yes, Iceland's a lot smaller, and they had uh, a million, two million of people show up at the uh, 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 at their capital, the government, uh, circle place shutting down, nothing coming in or out, and they stayed there and demanded that people step down and. Eventually, they were victorious. But as Ann said earlier, this ain't Iceland, and these people have bunkers and food supplies. Uh, they've got stuff stored away that they can live for 10 years that was put there in the, during the Cold War in case of a nuclear attack and stuff. Uh, this is not a, I don't think this is a problem that can be solved uh, that simply. I might be wrong. Uh, I don't know what 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 did the rest of y'all think. Let me uh, let me bring Tin Man in. I've had him on hold. He's in the green room. Hang on. Okay, Tin Man, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, what do you think about that? Got anything to say? I, I do, and how dare you put me on hold? <laughs> I, I have a lot to say, and you know what? You, you're all right. You really are. Uh, but you know what I have to say? Jesus Christ is still on His throne. He's still in charge of everybody. This whole world, in fact. Uh, I should let them eat their sea rations from the Cold War, please. That would do me nothing but pleasure to let them suffer with that crap. I'll eat my beef out of the field. Uh, I yeah. choose to be a free man, and I will not be a slave. And, you know, as as far as the BLM and New York and stuff like that, girl, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for you. You, you should have been prepping – and you should be prepping for cold winter days. Uh, oh yeah, rice, Every, everybody, beans. you know. Yeah, rice, beans, bullets. Hey, uh, uh, Tin Man, they made it illegal to burn firewood in New York. It's uh, it's on the table. Yes, um, how, in fireplaces how and things like that, that because of emissions. 
So there's there's always something going on here that we have to deal with. Um, Look, what, I think we were more concerned, in my understanding, neighborhoods down. How is that? How is that even possible? I don't understand. Um, <laughs> when when you live in Democrat-run cities and you have Democrat mayors, um, the police police have no choice but to sit, you know, to stand down. And um, we had police officers. I'm sorry, go ahead. You broke up. Hello? I think we lost her. Hurricane? Dang it. Maybe they raided her. You know, some of the things that to, to watch were pretty horrific and pretty scary, but I, I try to look at things, you know, um, outside of the box, and I saw that the squeaky wheel got the grease. Of course it was allowed because you had <laughs> Democrat-run cities allowing it, but on the other hand, the squeaky wheel did get the grease. So, you know, sometimes you got to squeak a little bit to get what you want, and again, um, like you said, God is leading us. God doesn't want us to do violence. So we do the best we can, and that's, I think, what the truckers are doing. And as you said, if we got to eat some K-rations for a while, then so be it. Maybe in the end, Gunny's right, and nothing will come out of it, but at least we tried. Right. Uh, and yes, we tried but, to do it peacefully. Uh, well, let me ask, well, this is just a statement I've used that may not be correct, uh, and uh, but I believe it with all my heart. Uh, God himself armed his archangel because God knows you do not defeat evil with uh, tolerance understanding. And that's my view on that, right or wrong. Well, that's right. That is right. So, right. Uh, while, uh, while you were talking, Patty, I was getting a lot of static from, I, I don't know, if, I thought it was maybe 10 man. I was getting a bunch of static. But then I thought, well, maybe we have too many people on. So, usually when you're not talking, I'll put you in the green room, but you can hear it, but you know, it makes me get a better connection. So, I put myself in the green room. But I forgot that you were on the same call as I was, so I actually put you in the green room while you were talking, and then I oh, could hear I didn't, Tin Man I'm or sorry. something going, I didn't know. someone there, there. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. No, if, uh, if there was any weird stuff that happened while we that was me, and the studio is a lot more complicated than you would think, you know, so I apologize, <laughs> but I try to, when someone's talking, I try to put everyone else in the green room until they get through talking so I can keep it. Controlled because you don't want a show that no one wants to listen to a bunch of people over talking themselves. Right. You know, do y'all know? Do y'all? I don't. I don't like it. So nobody likes that stuff. But anyways, but yeah. So you know, the way it looks to me is like we're just being literally invaded. And I'm glad I uh, didn't really want to get on the truckers tonight. To be honest with you, I really wanted to stay on the topic, but it came up. So uh, I'm real proud of. Uh, see grassroots movements in America, but from an invasion point of view, I hope that their purge day that these people that have invaded our whole entire country pick is not the day that they decide to take over some giant convoy and take all of our equipment. That would be horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That would not be cool. But uh, we're surrounded, y'all. We got China, all over Canada. 
they're coming in. You know, they want they want Hawaii, and they want Oregon, Washington, California. They know about all the um, underground systems there and the ancient subterranean. You know, you have, anytime you have volcanoes, you have lava sheets, you have caves, you have cave systems that are just immense and huge and vast that go forever. And so the whole West Coast is just filled deeply with this stuff. They know this, okay? Then you have these Somalians. Oh, man, they're like really evil with their swords and the Muslim. By the way, all you uh, – no offense when I say Yankee folks, but all of my Yankee friends up there, since you got all the Somalians and Muslims and stuff that they like swords, I took a class, and if you're – I know you're listening, Sensei. Hello, Sensei. And so if they attack you with a sword, don't back away. Go forward at them, okay? You might want to research that because those people use swords a lot, all right, because it makes a big difference. Go research it if you <laughs> you live in those areas. But uh, and, and I don't another know. Thing, think I'm they... paranoid that I think they're going to purchase. You know, y'all don't think so, or do you think so? What do you think, Tin Man? Do you think they're going to purchase? They've been trying to purchase for yeah. They've been trying to purchase for ever. The Hollywood. No, I'm talking been... about actual purge day, like they have on those purge movies. They've got all these countries coming in. They brought in all these people. Why? Why have they brought them in? Because the vaccine isn't working the way they wanted to. We're not done off the way they wanted to. The plan's not working well, the way they wanted to. So then they bring these people in, and they, I think they might. Why else did they set up all those purge movies? Well, okay, come on now. Look at it. Look at I think it this they're going to purge day on this. The, look at it this way. Our side has what eighty plus million guns. The other side can't decide which restroom to use. Who, whose side would you be on? <laughs> It don't matter. An average person, when they one of the uh, teams, one of their fire teams, roll into a house in about thirty seconds, that whole family's going to be dead. That's how it really right. works. You know that. Well, you know that. Uh, Gunny, you know that. And Tin Man, oh yes, yeah. take your emotion out of this. And as a as a militia captain, which you are, Tin Man, you know what I'm saying is true. People aren't prepared, and they will be easily taken over. You know what? Uh, yeah, we have them all. We're not gathered. We're, you know what? It took me like a week I, I, to get I all my gear together. But, to I, to but I have a, a scenario for you. So, say every three houses out of ten are like mine. So they roll up to purge my house, and and we dust their their team. Pretty soon, those teams won't want to roll up on a house because. They're going to get dusted instead of the suspected individual or or whatever. Uh, so just just think of that. They start losing teams left and right because people are not going to lay down their arms. Then what? What are they going to do then? Well, yeah, I mean, they've got like to do yours, And there's a good possibility I will be there with you <laughs> if we make it to that. But listen, you're still the average person. That's well, why you train everybody. House. You have reached out to – no, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going that way. Uh, so what are you, crazy? Everybody in the world knows I'm a giant prepper, okay? Now I'm on farmhouses, my house aside, and they see my pantry, okay? Now everyone I know says, I'm going to your house. I ain't going to be here. I'll be there, okay? I'm heading that way. I'm heading <laughs> my peeps, okay? But uh, here's the deal. Uh, I'll bring all my stuff to you, okay? How's that? All right. I'm in, no, I'm in I'm a, a, I'm uh, open area. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. Okay, well, I'm as protected as you are, trust me. 
Okay. Besides, you've got uh, a lot of people who love you and protect you. We got to protect them girls. Well, just to build up and protect us well, now that they're grown. So the military so is bad. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think I think. But, well, let me finish that. my point. My point is, is that people are gonna if they jump up, they, they didn't bring all these people in there for a reason. Okay. And when they come around up people, people are not going to be prepared. They live in this false degree of it because they have a safe full of guns that they can defend themselves. And you and I and you, all of you militia know that what I'm telling you is true. This is true because you are the ones that taught me this, okay? So you can't deny it. But uh, they're gonna, we're going to lose a lot of people, and if we lose one person, that's one person too many. Now the second option is… Why are they bringing them in on military bases? Why is the military reporting this? Are these bases compromised? And these tent cities are they? They're empty. They're bringing these people in, and then they're rotating them out and blind them, giving them, you know, checks and everything else, but blind them where they want them to go in the middle of the night. So these tent cities are empty on these federal, you know, army bases. Are they planning on putting this in it? Well, I sent Gunny, and I should have sent it to you too. I sent Gunny a link to this. Uh, one leaked document that was about FEMA camps and, and putting in people in, in in can you explain it a little bit more on that one? About that Well uh yeah, well these these uh these camps have been set up and uh uh and if you think you're communicating in any way, shape or another and not being tracked, I don't care what mega actually think you're using for uh, privacy and that kind of stuff. You're being tracked, okay? Uh, the average human being just going about their day, going to work, going to the store, uh, uh, you know, uh, anything you do in your average day is is caught on video or photographs 75 times a day. All right? Uh, these people know, especially people like myself uh, and uh, Hurricane, they know who we are. Uh, we're tagged, and uh, uh, you'll either be you'll either be eliminated, or you will be sent to one of these FEMA camps, uh, which will uh, be called re-education uh, camps when it comes out, and. Uh, they're basically going to be uh, uh, the Nazi death camps, okay? If you go into one of those, you're probably not going to come out of it. And one thing that uh, – and uh, they're not using Americans to uh, uh, as security on these stuff. Uh, they are using foreign uh, – they're using foreign for- forces uh, and a lot of mercenaries. Okay, these camps are real. They're serious. They're for you and I. And you know, uh, I'm guilty of it. I'm very, very guilty of it. You know, being a combat veteran and stuff like that. You know, we like to make uh, fun, uh, fun uh, of our enemy and stuff like that. You know, uh, like uh, Tin Man was saying a while ago. You know. uh, we've got 80 million guns and they can't figure out which bathroom we use and that kind of stuff. And while we know the truth of what's going on, sometimes our flipness or our sarcasm or uh, dark sense of humor, uh, you know, we say things like that and people believe that. 
But let's be very, very upfront and honest. These people are not stupid. You don't get this far along on an agenda or plan by being stupid. Now, as of the last uh, couple years, uh, they became very uh, emboldened and very brazen. And I think a lot of things happened and got out that uh, they never expected to. But we've got to keep quick calling these people stupid when we talk to people who are not awake and aware of what's going on. Uh, We have to present them as what they are, and they are criminally insane. They have no value human life. They could give a shit less about you and me. Matter of fact, if uh, if they could put us in uh, uh, one of those camps now and give us a gas shower, they'd just be tickled to death. Okay? That's so, how um, all of us have been in the green room while you were talking, but i got to interrupt for just one second, and then I'm going to bring everybody else back in. But um, I hope that the sound is going good. I've been trying to really keep it sound control with everybody. And so I also want to bring – I hate to interrupt you, but – we need to go oh, – going back to those uh, illegals and stuff, uh, there's a, I guess, a Laura Loomer fan club, and they had a video, and it's just filmed in Maitland, Florida. I guess it's M-A-I-T-L-A-N-D, which is just minutes outside of, she says, my congressional district in Florida 11. Shows a bus of Hispanic illegal aliens being dropped off in front of Extended Stay Hotel in Matland where they are being given preloaded credit cards, hotel rooms, and clothing. Why are illegal aliens being busted in Florida? You know, I mean, these are all fighting-aged men. You know, something is fixing to go down. Oh, yeah, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. And I think that's what you're going to see happen. Uh, Now, you know, uh, with everything that's going on now, the variables, there are so many variables out there that I don't think anybody can – has any real solid idea how it's going to go down. Me personally, uh, those people uh, out there saying, oh, we're going to get hit by EMT or nuke or it's going to be, I do not believe for a minute that it's going to be that type of invasion whatsoever. I don't know. You, I don't know about that, Jenny. You, I don't know about that, Jenny. You do, not, that. you do not destroy what you want to occupy. Yeah, but look, track it think about what I just said. So what you do so think about what I you just have said. I just said all these yourself. different countries. No, think about this, Annie. All these different states in America have been sold to all these different countries, and all these different countries don't necessarily like each other or war each other, okay? And when they start fighting amongst themselves for all the different properties, no telling what to do to take out their people. So if that's not the land they want, it might not be, you know… Like, for instance, I don't think that the Chinese are as interested in the East Coast as they are the West Coast. And if they could take out the East Coast to wipe out all these other countries that have been given these states, like the Somalians and the Muslims and the Mexicans, if they could use an EMP or a nuke to take that side out, I think they would do that. Because you have to remember, you're not looking at Americans getting it. You're looking at already – they already have it. They already have America. But China has the biggest hotel. It's mostly China. Remember in the China video how I pointed out about the different water systems and the different, you know, how they have to preserve the West Coast because of the ring of fire for the to protect China also, you know, and all the West Coast. 
so the East Coast isn't as much as more of a threat to them. Now you have all these different Pakistans. You have Afghanistan. You know, you've got the ISIS. You've got the Iran. You've got you know all these different people that have come in now, the Somalians. And once they start coming together and taking over America and fighting us and taking our place, then they're going to start trying to expand and take what's China. I think China's so fucking evil. Why not take out what they want and be done with it when they knock them all out? Because I told you this is the real Game of Thrones. You got to think bigger than that. You got to see the big picture. China's been in this for a long freaking haul. They got a plan. You think they're really just going to just settle for just that little bitty bit after they went to all this trouble to take over all of the world? Because they're doing this all over the world, okay? It isn't just us, you know? They own everything. When they do, they're going to take these bastards out. And I think the EMP is very possible. And, you know, all these container ships that are out here all over the place, you know, when I've been sitting there telling you, they just pulled my Watch the Water video out of YouTube a couple months ago. It was in China. It owned and ran the deep state port of Long Beach until Trump came in with the Department of Homeland Security and forced Costco in China to get out of that. And, you know, it's a matter of national defense, right? Well, now all these obviously since Biden's in control, China has our port again. And guess what? They don't want people to know that information. They just took my video. That's kind of proof in the pudding, right? So they have that port again. So y'all see what they could have all kinds of vehicles and uh, manpower and missiles and everything that they need. They probably already have underground because there's all that cavern system all over the West Coast. It's not going to be affected by MP. And then all those containers could be hardened very easily as for their cages to protect their stuff. Well, I mean, and, uh, the way they're at. Well, and, you know, and, and that's one of the variables that's very possible, which is what I would say. There are so many different variables and scenarios out there that uh, <laughs> I don't think you can, anyone can Mine's die. scary as hell, ain't it? Mine's scary as hell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. got no good ones. But I like did, Michael's we, where we all go to heaven, and, and we do go to heaven. <laughs> and I'm going to bring him back in just a second. Well, you know, uh, but uh, but no, that's it. There's so many variables. No one has any idea how this is going to go down. Uh, but we do know it is coming, uh, and uh, it's coming rapidly because uh, as this uh, – uh, remember years ago, I think it was Gorbachev, uh, said, you know, we'll take over the United States and that we'll never fire a shot. Well, uh, I mean, if you think about it, America surrendered during COVID, all right? It worked. They scared everybody. And now the Russians are far more advanced in that kind of, <clears throat> propaganda that China was. I mean, Russia was doing this stuff back in 62, 63, uh, and uh, one of the documented tests they ran, uh, it was uh, a, a small area, I think it was three or four towns there or something. They bombarded them 24 hours a day with propaganda. This, this, that, that got everybody worked up. All right? And then at the end of that time, they went back in there and presented the truth, and nobody would believe it, which is pretty much what you had happening with this vaccine stuff. And stuff. But the problem I have with that part of it is uh, Putin, I do not believe, is a fan of the New World Order. Don't get me wrong. 
he's a bad guy, uh, and he wants power, and there's nothing he'd like better than to rule the world. But uh, 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 I I really don't see him as being a supporter of this one-world government because he's not going to relinquish his power. Uh, I mean, he will undoubtedly press the button before that happens. I do believe that's part of it. But, you know, we're kind of sitting here in a catch-22. There's a lot of people wide awake, love this country, but uh, there's not much we can do at this point other than stand by and watch and see what their next move is. And I, like you, do believe it's going to be happening very very soon. Uh, By soon, I'm not talking about tomorrow or the next day, although it could be. Uh, but uh, uh, they've, they've lost the narrative on this COVID and Omicron and whatever else they uh, come up with next. And uh, uh, they're desperate. And their handlers, China and Russia, they want to own uh, our government. And uh, basically these corporations that uh, uh, here in America and stuff, uh, they they want their stuff. They want their land. They want their money. And uh, uh, the, they're going to uh, get it. They're going to try to get it. Hey, you know, Gunny, we didn't right. take our break, and I'm afraid that we might get our show in trouble. I got to I got to put us on break for one second, real quick. I got to take a break. They, we're supposed to, I think, after an hour, and it's been an hour and twenty five okay. minutes. So let me All right. break real that quick. That sounds good. Hey guys, uh, I will have to, say, I have to shut it down a little bit, but uh, I'll stay I'll stay after the break. Okay. Yeah, because I know I know Tim Man and Patty's got, got something they got to say after all that stuff you said. So, hang, so okay. just hang, hang tight for a minute. You ready? You ready? Three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Breaking Dawn. Yeah. The great and we blunt it, hate and we shun it No competition, the opposition fake I don't think they really want it Loud is the recipe, loud sitting next to me, no doubt Now we are proud that we get to see KC Chiefs come and break these geeks Make them taste these cleats Welcome to the
Okay, and thank y'all for holding on during our break. And that's my wolf owl calling all my guests back onto the air. It's time to get back on. Y'all are all out of the green room. So I have on with us our my co-host, Gunny, and a special guest, Tin Man, who is my friend from militia and captain, and very respected, by the way, person that in my life. And my dear friend, Patty, who is a Yankee, and we do not hold that against her because she's very conservative, and we love her. In fact, we love our president. <laughs> our president, big, big, the Mason-Dixon lines, you know, the Southerners love the Yankees, okay? but y'all are still Yankees, and we, that's just what we call y'all. <laughs> so it is. No <laughs> but, uh, so, Patty, uh, uh, I'll go ahead and ladies first, and so that was a pretty good little segment before we went on break, and I hated to have to stop right when I did, but working on the other what did you have to say anything yeah it was it was good we got a little off topic but i think they were important subjects that we kind of touched on um i apologize if i got a little over passionate oh no it's great great <laughs> it shows a passionate group <laughs> yes um so i guess at, at the end of the day i just hope that um things turn around in this country and uh and i hope it's soon it just dawned on me. I wonder what I put myself on mute if I'm putting you on mute, too, since we're on the same call. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've been hearing you the whole uh, time, one, but I wonder if you've been cutting out the whole show. Because I always mute myself when you are talking. But I forgot that you're on my call. I'm not used to that, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. This is such a good show. If I've been cutting you out this whole show, I'm going to be so upset. I'm, if well, I did, I'm, we'll, we'll understand why. <laughs> well, I always like I don't just put you all in the green room. I put myself in the green room as well. Like Tim Man's like, how dare you? Well, that's how it is. Like, <laughs> you should see some of the missions he's made me run out. Okay. <laughs> I've been, I, I, I'll be honest with you. In all of my militia experiences, my most funnest times that I've ever had with the two guys that are on here now was running office with them. And, oh, man, we've had so much fun running office. Well, and, of course, Ron. But uh, we've had – I could tell, we could tell, both all tell some stories, but uh, – uh, it's a great, great militia group that I have on here tonight. Some great patriots, and uh, and uh, Patty's a great patriot. She's been on the front line in New York, and it's truly horrible. They've taken over. Criminals run the city. It's they're fighting for their life just to survive, pretty much in New York. And I can't even. I mean, it's nothing like that here in the South yet. But it's probably just a blueprint of what is to come. But yeah, I do fear for y'all's safety. I do not put it past China to. I just kind of disagree with getting on that view. I do think they are capable of setting off an EMP or a nuke, and I think it's very probable because, like I put in my China video, if they did set off a nuke there because of all the fault lines and the tidal waves in the Indian summer, they'd also knock out a lot of the competition in Europe and uh, and people that they don't really like right there in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. That would affect them too, so it would be a win-win for them. They've already spent so much money on their digital did, – not only their digital – Silk Road, but their regular new built Silk Road, where they put infrastructure all over all these countries, especially. If you notice, they've mostly invested. You know, in case y'all don't, I guess my listeners aren't aware. China has been taking over the world one country at a time. They've reinvented their old Silk Road, and they first did it by creating all this infrastructure in all these different countries, and they've slowly taken over so much of Europe. Uh, and all, uh, so much of Africa is insane, and other countries. And they go in and they do these debt, debt trip, trap deals where they go in and they say they're going to help them build a 
support, they're going to help them do this, and then they don't help them with jobs. They bring in all Chinese to do the work, and then they get the people in debt, and then the people can't pay it, and then they take over their country pretty much and force them to do their voting on the UN. And so it's real treacherous the way they've done it, and they've done it real quietly and stealthily. But while they've been doing all this infrastructure on land, they've also been doing a maritime Silk Road in which they've conquered all these different ports and taken over all these different ports. And so of all the maritime chokeholds, which I tried to warn you all over two years ago, that they could put our economy at a halt because they have – of all the maritime chokeholds, they own the ports and all the maritime chokeholds, including both sides of the Panama because they own the Panama because we sold it to them. Because we're evil, like evil, great. Okay? We gave so, it to him. We didn't sell it to him. Well, yeah. I'd just like to say, I'd like to say one thing to Patty. Uh, Patty, never, <clears throat> never apologize for the uh, love and passion you have for this country. Uh, if there's anything that gives us uh, uh, warriors hope, it's hearing stuff come like. Come out of the uh, mouth of uh, uh, the people that have so much been put on the line to defend. Uh, uh, It's people like you that uh, make sacrifices worthwhile uh, and never forget that and never apologize for that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just trying to, I have children, I have grandchildren. And uh, I just want a better world for them. I didn't bring them into this world to be prisoners. I brought them into this world to be free. And I won't stop Amen. fighting for their freedom. Amen. Man, I had to, like, just pull this lady's teeth to get her on my damn show, okay? Oh, my God, you know? I mean, it's been an act of Congress. I've been at her for probably about at least six months hard. But she was kind of scared for the retribution uh, because of the crime and the criminality and everything that's going on where she's at. And just, I told her, just use a fake name, come in and use a fake name, and don't give your exact location. You know, you'll be fine. You know, so just, you know, for the sake of anonymity, just, you know, you don't have to give your real information. But she was really afraid to come on here uh, and do this show. But I told her she'd be totally protected, which she is. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, we need people that get brave and can finally come up here and start test, you know, calling us, telling us what's actually going on in their cities because we're being blocked by the mainstream news, the mainstream news, who is a arm of the China propaganda machine. It's China, China, China. Right. They don't want us to communicate. Right. Um, and that's why we're censored so much, but we can't stop speaking out or we might as well surrender. We have to get it out there. Yeah, I haven't been wanting to do my show because I really didn't want to give out fake information. I didn't want to tell, you know, people have been like so anti, course they're angry about the election. I understand that. So it was so easy to blame Q, you know. Mm-hmm. So Q was attacked, 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 and we were attacked by everybody. But the fact of the matter is, is that I got some really good information from those drops. And, you know, there's a reason why Nancy Pelosi won. When they when the rioters and stuff were burning down Portland, you know, and Nancy Pelosi and the Senate and the Senate were in the House were in there going psycho about QAnon. Why? Because we were over the target. That's why there's there's some false information in there, but there's a lot of real information in there. And there's been 
a lot of feds that have come in and infiltrated the key movement and made us look like a bunch of idiots and posted a bunch of crazy stuff, made us look really, really bad. But, you know, the fact of the matter is is that that information is there and that it's real. And if you dig hard enough, you find out some a lot of stuff, you know, and it's fascinating. And I have found out a bunch of – y'all have all seen my work. You know, you know my, my stuff is – I've found some good stuff. You know, there's no denying that, you know. And otherwise, I wouldn't have even been under this whole port thing with the Port of Long Beach, to be honest with you. So I know it gets a bad rap, but people need to go in and do their own investigating and just read your own stuff, you know. It's starting to make a lot more sense, and I'm starting to feel a lot more hope that there is a plan, but I can't guarantee it, you know. And, that, you know, we want to, me to report true news, but what I've been watching on YouTube is I watched all these different people on YouTube, right, and, and influencers. And I, then I slowly watched all the patriots get removed like myself. You know, They left me on, but that's because I have a real low profile, a real low – I don't hardly ever put a video out, and I'm real low profile. You know, I didn't do a lot of publicity on it. I kept it real small, you know, and I, even though they got all my other stuff like my Twitter, my Facebook, my communities, everything, my webpage. But uh, so I, always, I haven't published hardly crap on at all, and I made it a conspiracy kind of so I guess that's why they haven't beaten me. But I noticed that all the big shows like The Matrix Groove and you know Shady uh, and other people that I followed I got kicked off of YouTube. Well, um, these other ones stayed on there, and I've been watching them, and I'm kind of to the point where I'm thinking I've never, ever, ever, ever said anything bad about any other content creator, and I'm not going to say any names now, but I'm starting to believe that those are just all uh, psyops, most of them, you know. The information they're giving out is really crazy, and I think it's just psyops. I really do. And now they're starting to turn on General Flynn, and uh, I don't know about all that. I'm not having that. Yeah, no, I haven't seen a lot of it lately, but I did before. Yeah. Of course, we're not getting uh, all the news that we were getting before either. No, we're not, and... uh, uh, I mean, you've got to understand that uh, anything that, and most people don't know this, uh, but uh, I did some research. It and you take every uh, every uh, every radio station out there, uh, every television station out there, uh, uh, cable news, whatever the case is, all that is owned by six corporations. Okay, uh, and those people control what goes on and out. You've had coups go on, uh, uh, like happened at Fox with Rupert Murdoch and stuff like that. Uh, these people have no scruples. They have no morals. Uh, they will ma- uh, make stuff up to destroy someone. But what I think we need to do, and... Uh, uh, this gets me into a whole lot of trouble, but I'm going to go there anyway. Uh, uh, if you're a Christian, you need to find you a church and a pastor who is speaking and teaching the truth rather than worried about uh, filling the church speech and not offending anybody. Uh I believe that uh, uh, the church I grew up in, I believe that we are called to stand against, speak against, 
and when necessary, destroy evil. Uh, I know people don't like to hear that because a lot of these uh, mealy-mouthed, feel-good, motivational speakers that call themselves pastors now, uh, uh, I I don't want to be standing too close to any of them on Judgment Day. Let me just put it like that. Uh, uh, And basically, all we've got right now are each other, okay? Uh, Things are going to get way worse before they get any better. And uh, I don't want to break anybody's heart or anything, but uh, these elections that everybody's excited about, they're not going to change anything. Uh, They have never changed the deep state. They're not going to change the deep state. Okay, uh, <clears throat> the elitists are doing their stuff, uh, uh, and we as a country, and it falls mostly on the show on our shoulders uh, because we were too busy doing this, too busy doing that, earning a living, paid really pay attention to what was going on around us when a lot of this stuff happened and uh, uh, I do not believe we're a country that's favored by God anymore uh, I believe God will take care of his uh, features and I am I am an individual that believes in God uh, very deeply but uh, at the same time uh I step on a lot of toes when I say, you know what, uh, uh, I'm not a sheep, and uh, uh, my God is not a wood, all right? And I think that a lot of what's going on now and a lot of the disfavor that we're seeing uh, is due to uh, uh, a lack of spine, a lack of people you know, standing I- up. Ahead, I found man. that church you're talking about. I found that church you're talking about. It's the best church I ever went to in my life, and that's at Tin Man's house on Sunday morning when we wake up after a long, hard weekend at Militia. I have a great, all the militia have a great breakfast outside and prayer and little church. That's how it always is with our ARs. Is that true or not true, Tin Man? Am I on? Hello? That's the best church. Yeah, you've been on. You've been on. I haven't had oh, you on uh, in the green room. My, my God. You've been on since I, the break. I wonder wow, why you were being I, so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I just want to shout out. I'm a I'm a sheep. I'm a sheep. I'm not a sheeple. I'm I'm a sheep. I know my shepherd. My shepherd has a has has a voice, and I know his voice. And my God, there is nothing that we can do now to save us from his plan. It's his plan. It is his plan. We have to trust the shepherd. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yeah. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen. But I'm a wolf, and I can still hear my shepherd's voice. He's my shepherd, too. He needs a wolf uh, right now, too. And, and I'll tell you what, he's in charge, always been in charge. He is in control, and he has plans to prosper us, whether we go up in a 
shout of acclamation or we are here to be uh, um, whether we're here to be uh, apostated where we're dashed on the rocks. We're the potter's play, literally. I I think he will call us up, the church, because the church is not meant for wrath. But that being said, we can still be the mouthpiece of the church. We can still be the, the voice of freedom and righteousness. And we can still lead people to Christ throughout this whole pandemic that they've got going on. Amen. Well, I agree I with you. Oh, I agree with really? you. On really? I agree with yes, you. Yes, we, we can definitely we can be the. Okay. Lori, go you first. Go. I mean, uh, Patty, you go first and say what you were going to say, and then Kenny. I was just going to say we can be the light that shines through all of this darkness because um, when he walked the earth, he was falsely accused. He was condemned. He was even crucified. Um, But yet in the end, here we are following his commandments. And that's all we can do is try to follow his commandments as long as we possibly can. And hope that, you know, he'll bring us out of this. Yeah, amen. Well, you're right. Well, there's two Reagan. things I'd like to. Add. There's two things I'd like to add to that. Uh, one is uh, I. A lot of people say we're in the time, in the end times. I do not know whether that's true or not. Uh, I do not believe in a pre tribulation rapture because uh, the Bible says that you will be persecuted so uh, that don't mean you're going to get uh, uh, swept up before the uh, for lack of a better word shit hits the fan but one of the most confident let's say that for another show because that's a whole other conversation okay uh, one of the most one of the most comforting things uh, that I've heard recently and a friend of mine uh, said this to me. We were sitting there talking one day and stuff, you know. And uh, he looked at me, and uh, he, he, he's, a, he's a he's a farmer marine, uh, Vietnam veteran. He's probably 70 years old now, somewhere right around in there. And uh, a great biblical scholar, man of God, he looked at me, and he goes, you know, Gunny, he goes, when God put his calling on our lives, he already knew uh, uh, how stupid we were. Took into account our stupidity. And you know what? That's one of the most reassuring things I've heard in a long, long time. And I was like, okay, I I can roll with that. So, you know, uh, whatever our calling may be, and we all have a different one from our creator. Wherever it may be, don't be afraid to pursue it because uh, 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 our king has already taken your stupidity into account. So you will get there. 
Hey, I want to I want to say something too. I just put out my little bulletin board that I got here in my she shed. I call it my war room. She says, uh, when you go into your inner room, close your door and pray to your father in secret, and your father, because he's in secret, will repay you. So you have your war room, right? But I have like just a couple of verses that I have on here, and that's it, because they're they're my favorite ones. Well, there's one of them that's on here that's not my that's my favorite song here. But okay, so here's mine. Okay, and I guess y'all can tell that I like. I'm preparing for war when you hear these, you'll know. <laughs> for he will give oh, Psalms ninety one eleven to twelve, for he will give his angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. Obedience and service, they shall bear you on their hands, lest you shall dash your foot against a stone. Then the next one, Romans eight thirty one. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, then who can be against us? Second Corinthians four eighteen. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but it's what is unseen. For what is unseen is for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And then I have a little note. I trust you, Jesus. And then I guess maybe I didn't write myself that sometime, I don't know. But go to Palms eighteen forty. You girded me with strength for war, subdued adversaries at my feet. Psalms eighteen twenty nine. With your help I can advance against a troop. With my God I can scale a wall. Second Corinthians five seven. For we walk by faith, not sight. Psalms eleven uh, hundred and twelve seven. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. And then last, to this last, Matthew eighteen eighteen. Amen I say to you, who whatsoever you find on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Matthew nineteen through twenty. Again, I say unto you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted them by my heavenly Father. For when two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Amen. So we got one, two, three, four of us on here right now, right? So that means God's here with us too. So hey, God. Hello. Big shout out. You know you're here. <laughs> That's true. Do you all agree? Absolutely. So, yes. Absolutely. I so agree, we did, but my, my favorite right verse uh, can my favorite verse is as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And it's in Psalms somewhere. But dang, that that just makes my life that much easier because I'm either sharpening somebody or I'm being sharpened. And that goes with militia, that goes with my daily work, that goes with my daily walk. And that, to me, strengthens me so much, knowing that God is who he is, who he said he was, and what he came to do, he did. It's nothing that I could do, nothing that I ever did, because I'm a sinner. And I'm, I'm a terrible sinner, but he loved me first. And there's nothing I could do to change that but God loved me first. Amen. That is my testimony. Amen. We've got about eight minutes left, so... Patty, anything you want to say before we get ready to close out? Um, 
yeah, real quick on, on that note, you made me think of my brother. Um, and I remember I had asked him, how did you survive Vietnam? And he said the 23rd Psalm. And just the first two lines, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And I learned um, after his passing that that is so true and that's all we really need to know. And we're all just walking each other home. Beautiful. And this is Beautiful. not our home, so we can be concerned with what's going on while we're here, but this isn't our home. It's exactly. This this is, we are passing through. We are so passing through that, I mean, this is his world. I mean, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the powers that be. And that yep. right there is its own testimony. Thank you. Um, you know, I love you for it. Thank you. That's awesome. So, um, y'all, what I was saying about these people being on the ground and, and infiltrating us, and there's a lot of them. People need to really stay awake and pay attention. I'm not just crazy. And we're already having them stop our supply chain, and I've noticed that it's getting worse and worse. And now with the truckers and everything doing this, it's going to be even worse in the coldest part of the year. So anybody listening to the show, if you're in a, wherever you're at, just if you can, just go stock up on as much as you can because uh, you might be needing it. And you really need the water. So uh, I notice I can't hardly keep up on the dog food. So, of course, we have a lot of animals here. <laughs> I have a lot of animals Reach. Reach out to each other, and if somebody needs help, help each other. Share. Yeah. Yeah, we have been – I've been keeping up with a few of my neighbors, uh, the female, two female ones, and my husband's been keeping up with two of the male uh, neighbors that we have. So I'm trying to keep up a little bit. But, uh, Gunny, uh, since this is – you're the co-host of this show, we have six minutes left. So let's hear about uh, Gunny's world. What do you, you got to say to close out? Uh well uh I George Strickland y'all all Tin Man Patty uh uh wonderful to uh be able to chat with you guys I love your passion uh and we have a really big job to do and uh, for whatever reason uh uh whether freedom and liberty live or die uh uh has that uh job is falling in our lap. Uh, uh, I believe we will be victorious through our king and creator if that is what's supposed to happen. Uh, uh, if this actually is the end times, well, we know how that all turns out, too. Uh, I'm not going to live my life in fear. Uh I'm not going to live my life in compliance. Uh, I'm a, uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a free America. I was blessed enough to be able to defend her. And uh, uh, I came into this world uh, kicking and screaming and covered someone else's blood. Uh, and if that's the way I have to leave it, uh, I'm good with that. Uh, but uh, we all need to work uh, towards trying to unite the people around us. Uh, and 
uh, uh, just stay focused on what's ahead. But first and foremost, uh, make sure that you have a plan to get those you love in yourself uh, to safety. Uh, of course, all of us have places we can bug out to, and uh, a lot of us have been prepping training for a long time. And uh, I pray every day that there is a uh, peaceful uh, solution to this because I have seen firsthand what civil wars uh, do to countries. Uh, It's nothing that I would wish on Satan himself. Uh, But if that's where we're headed, that's where it's headed. And uh, we just have to pray for each other. Uh, Stay strong. Stay focused and uh, keep putting one foot in front of the other and uh, we'll either be victorious or uh, uh, we'll be victorious in battle or uh, we'll be uh, victorious in our ascension uh, one way or the other, but either way it goes, we will be victorious. You're right about that. I definitely hope you're right about that. Well, guys, I guess I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. we got about two minutes left, so um, I enjoyed having y'all. It's really scary about this Venezuelan army, you know, being in Houston and knowing what I know about how easy it is to clear a house real quickly. I just, I'm afraid they're going to do something really bad and people aren't going to be prepared for it. And I don't feel like the media is going to warn them. So if anybody's listening to the show and can share it, just, you know, just pay attention. Look around. Lock the doors. Hey, hey man. Uh, well, thank you. Long long long. Man. I, uh, I love doing these things with you, Patty. It was a pleasure. And uh, like I said, it warms uh, it warms, uh, it warms our hearts. You know, there's people out there like you, uh uh, it's people like yourself that makes this country worth defending. Uh, Tin Man, uh, keep up the good work, sir. Uh, I'm sure our paths will probably cross in the future. Uh, Hurricane, we'll be talking to you, my battle buddy. Just gunny out. Gotcha. It was a pleasure getting to speak with all three of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tin Man. Am I on? This is Hurricane Ann and I am. Yeah. We still I got am? like about oh. 12 seconds. <laughs> 10 so, seconds, actually. You. Thank you all. All right. And you're, y'all are awesome. Hurricane Ann, I'm out. All right, it's over. But we're still being recorded for Apple, so if you talk right now, it's going to be playing this on Apple Podcasts one time. I didn't know that, and after the show, me and Lori were just talking all kinds of smack and ended up on my podcast on Apple. Jesus <laughs> 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 So I didn't bring anything to drink out here, and I'm so thirsty. Okay, so the cats were screaming, so I got I went outside a while ago, and it was the uh, – Feral cat house, and there was like this black and white, like tomcat trying to get in. And one of Sambo's little black babies was uh, 
big old eyes, pretty beautiful little cat. Of course, black cats are my favorite cats. I built that specifically for Sambo's babies and his baby mama, which was little black cats. And the little black cat was just sitting there looking at me like, what do I do? Do I run off? I don't want to leave by the seat or I want to stay here. And I just kind of poured some food out by the outside of the uh, carport so that maybe that feral cat would just eat the food and leave, you know, and leave the babies alone. But the babies are inside there. So then I heard him screaming again when I got in. And then I had to, then the rooster started screaming. I'm like, shit, I hope one of those cats didn't try to jump in there and my uh, kid in there. And jump in there. They're not going to be able to do it. I just don't know how you do it. They can't get in because my rooster, my chicken cage is pretty secure. Mm. But the uh, carport and the chicken cage have a wall dividing them, but they're only just really just a few feet apart. You know? Do you guys have snow? We do. Nice. deep? Well, it's not New York snow, but it's snow. It's it's nasty snow. It's not even the fluffy stuff. It's the real hard balls that are maybe yeah. a sixteenth of an inch, but it it falls as sleet and it sticks as ice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we it's, just had it's that. Nasty stuff. Yeah, it's right now. We've got we don't have so much of the ice, but we've got the snow, and it's probably up to my knees. And it's heavy. Wow. Typical yeah, for crazy. us, though. It's, you know, yeah, it's nothing it's for horrible us in the winter. But, but see, I, I, know. Did my, I did my militia code weather training, and so I learned a lot because people don't realize that a lot of Texans don't even realize how to dress properly for this. I didn't. But they taught me. So, like, right now I've got wool socks on and a good army boots, and then I've got two sets of skin zone, and then I've got a pair of uh, – Military pants on the cargo pants. Then I've got mm-hmm. two, uh, one really tight skin shirt. It's like kind of like a, almost like a turtleneck, and it cover goes all the way down and covers like half of my hand. And then I've got another one that's kind of tight. That's a jacket and jacket that goes over it as a uh, also as a hood. And I got a, a wool toboggan on, and then I got that hood. Then I've got a uh, right now I've got a militia jacket on, just a regular jacket. And then I've got my. Uh, waterproof jacket that goes over that that has another hood. So that's three covers on my head, three covers on my, four covers on my shirt, and three on my pants. So, oh my but I've been What's the temperature? Uh, What's the temperature there? It's 32. Is it? Oh, my gosh. See, it's it's fun. And, and that's, when they say, like, our blood thickens, it's got to be true. It's like I'm out there sh- shoveling in a sweatshirt and I'm sweating. It's only 16 degrees. This is your Yankees. You're acclimated. <laughs> but when I was yeah, yeah, that's Yankees exactly what count. it is. We're just used to it. Yeah, yeah Yankees don't count. Like, I know. Even when I, I keep thinking if I came down there, I would die of the heat. Even when I looked down here and I, I thought I was used to it, well, stuff, Texas, then I'm used to the coast, the arm, right? Armpit after, of the world. After I lived at the <laughs> coast for a while, when I would come back to Central Texas to visit, I would freeze to freaking death. Because I got acclimated to that temperature, you see what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I died when I came back here to Central Texas after being in the, at the, at the uh, coast. It was so horrible. So today, yeah, they said the low was 17. Damn. Yeah. Tonight, the well, that's windshield. That's windshield. That's not real cold. Yeah, our windshield is probably below zero. Yeah, my, my kid's Five. in Chicago, and she's... Freaking beside herself. Dad, it's never been, I've never been this cold before in my entire life. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, you're used to it, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, she joined the Navy, and she stuck there for a while. Bless her heart. Uh-huh. Please pray for her. Please pray for One her. One of my nieces she just joined the Marines, but she got lucky. She got stationed in Hawaii. Oh. Now, I'm going to send you a picture. I just downloaded the picture of uh, Militia picture at, at, at Tin Man's house, and it's all these different girls that we were all training together. And my daughters are in it, and also Tin Man's daughters are in it. And these little girls are just, oh, my God, they're, they were both Miss Lexington. And uh, they're just yeah. incredible. But the little one, the little one I was closer with probably because I spent more time with her, but she's amazing. And so I'm just really upset that she got the jab, but hopefully she'll be okay. I know people that have got jabs that have been okay so far, but I'm afraid, you know, I don't know. But my daughter-in-law got it, so I'm like, well, am I ever going to be able to have another grandbaby, or is baby Stephen going to be it, you know? But then my daughter, Andrew's in the medical. My son-in-law is a doctor. My other son-in-law was forced to get it because he's a sheriff. My daughter, I don't know, she's an HR block if they're going to force her or not, you know? Yeah. Angel's a food server, so she has to wear a mask all the time. I'm, and I'm my other son-in-law is Hopefully, they're they're not all about killing everybody. And and she got the number zero or number one jab that won't kill them until they're eighty. But I hope yeah. not. I pray right. about it every day. I've got my daughter and my two grandsons that had yeah. to get it. Yeah. I try to get them to yeah. just quit their jobs, but you know, one's a respiratory therapist, yeah. another one is director at a hospital and you know what do you do yeah well listen uh, well, so we're still on the air we're still on the air so i guess we're gonna have to close this off because i really don't i don't think i want all this information on apple podcast so anyway oh please. i forgot about that yeah yeah because you're on air so uh, anyway so um y'all did great tonight y'all were great guests thank you so much for calling in this is a good episode uh i'm really Terrified about what I see is going on, and I'm up to that other people aren't seeing it. But I'm out in my she shed, and I'm afraid it's going to be really hard to get up that ramp because it's iced over. So hopefully, I can get in there before it gets too icy. Be careful, don't fall. Try not to yeah, fall. But the longer I wait, the colder it's getting. So I need to get inside. So. Yeah. Well, I, all right. I'll tell guys, you what. But, uh, my prayers are with y'all. My prayers are with y'all, and you know God is still on His throne. He, Jesus Christ is still the ruler of this world, uh, and he is the only name that is given unto man that is salvation. So if you call upon his name, you will be saved. Uh, doesn't mean that you won't meet your end, but you will not see the end. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm praying for that. I'm leaning for that. And, you know... <laughs> God damn them, because they ain't touching me. Yep. I'm, All I'm right, well, I gotta get I gotta get in. There. Patty, don't hang up because you were still on my original call. Because if I fall or something like that, I want somebody on the line. <laughs> yeah, just keep me on until you get in the house. Dead, you know? okay. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm gonna yeah. hang up. Bye, y'all. So, <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. I don't wanna hear Take no care, more. I'm gonna exit the phone. <laughs> I'm gonna exit the show. Uh, Hurricane Ann, okay. we're out. Oh, don't hang up yet. I ended the episode. Nope, I'm, I'm here. In, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.